Welcome to Bright Perspective. I'm Karina Wingle, and today we're kickstarting our new series, The Supply Chain Diaries WMS Edition, where we will be speaking with leaders in the supply chain about their WMS buying journey. In this episode, I'm joined by Logan Brewer, Director of Warehouse and Logistics at The Daily Grace. Thanks so much for joining me today. Hey, it's a pleasure. Thanks for having us on. Great. Well, I'm really excited to dive into learning more about The Daily Grace. So for those listening, um, who is The Daily Grace? What do you guys do? So The Daily Grace is uh, an e-commerce platform where we sell gospel-centered resources that we try to make accessible to all people. Awesome. Yeah, I looked at the website and some of those are just beautiful, like really unique, I think. In, in yeah, those are yeah, one of those is our is our unique qualities of of creating our products. It's just intentionally beautiful. So nice. And how did um, I guess the business come about? How did it get started? Sure. So we have two founders, uh, Kristen and Jeremy. They're a married couple. They have six total children, um, one of which was stillborn, uh, named Sophia, which kind of is where our business originates from. Kristen was writing in her journal. Uh, about what she was kind of going through and uh, was able to uh, share some of that with other women in uh, our, in her area. And uh, that's kind of how she created her first study based on uh, her thoughts in her journal. And that was our first study as uh, the daily grace. And we've just grown immensely out of that one study and that one life of Sophia. So oh my gosh, that's, that's awful to hear, but just such a beautiful way to kind of come out of that situation and help others. That's, um, wow, that's, that's very inspiring. Right, yeah. So with the Daily Grace, you guys have been growing like crazy, like since the beginning. When looking at systems in the beginning, you know, obviously you can't ship out of your, your garage or, or your house much longer as you start to expand. What were the key factors that you were looking for in your operations? Yeah, so back then it was uh, the Jeremy and Kristen show and they ran about everything. So uh, they were looking first and foremost for something that was cheap and affordable and that was essentially sustainable uh, day to day. So they started out of their uh, basement and eventually grew into now we have two warehouses one that's overflow and one that's operational so at the beginning that's kind of what they were looking at was cheap affordable and sustainable for day-to-day function and i think that's where a lot of small businesses start you know like in the basement looking for a solution that can get them out of that space and into a warehouse and that's an area i think a lot of people struggle with in in starting a business um so logan when you came on board what were what did the operations look like in the systems that you were using? Sure. So we, Jeremy and Kristen started from the beginning uh, with SKU Vault and ShipStation, kind of a combined effort on that front to fulfill orders. Uh, so that's, that's what it looked like. Uh, it carried us into, I started in 2020. So when I entered the Daily Grace Co., that's what we were utilizing. And it was, uh, it was, it was sufficient for then, uh, but growth happened and and we had to come up with a solution for that. And what were some of those challenges that you were facing as you were growing? Yeah, so I would say uh, there was a lot of manual things that we had to do that are now automated with the POSCO, one of which was uh, we pick in waves. So we use a a picking cart that has 20 bins on it. Each bin is an order. Uh, So 
now that we utilize the POSCO, those 20 orders are allocated into kind of a wave. And so before we had to manually wave those with selecting 20 orders going down and making sure that nobody was picking a duplicate wave that's happened several times. And so that was super frustrating because then we'd have to put product back. But that was that was kind of one example of that. Packing slips were paste, placed in every bin. So the POSCO has allowed us to pick to bin, which is kind of uh, disregarded that whole process of placing packing slips in bins to kind of communicate between SKU Vault and ShipStation for our pickers to shippers. Uh, and then we totally disregarded a, a whole kind of role or task of quality control where it is now placed into the shippers uh, role or task to, to fulfill, fulfill that. So it allows us to utilize more of those, those people that were on that task to uh, put them in, in different positions, whether it's more pickers, more shippers, or, or what have you like that. So those are kind of day-to-day -day functions that we saw as challenges uh, that now have been automated or uh, totally disregarded due to uh, functionalities of the POSCO. Wow, those tasks manually, I know, can take a lot of time. And it seems to be a common issue that a lot of businesses growing who are small um, eventually run into when they hit capacity. Was there a an order limit, you would say, or maximum that you really started to see issues with the manual processes? Yeah. So if one example comes to mind, it is Christmas of 2020, which is our peak season uh, where we have Advent launch in October. And of course, e-commerce platforms explode during the holiday season. So Christmas of 2020, uh, we're looking at 8,000 to 9,000 orders in the queue where our order uh, fulfillment volume at that point was 1,000 1, a day if, if we were lucky. Um, so looking at that many orders in the queue with that many customers to, to please and those orders just sitting there for uh, a days and sometimes a week was really frustrating for our customers. We had people working overtime. I was working 60 to 70 hours a week as, a, as an hourly employee, which was insane, but it was the only way we could keep up kind of with our volume. So if there's one, one moment that stood out was probably uh, Christmas of 2020, where it was absolute chaos, just trying to use the processes that we had in, in, in plan, which uh, obviously weren't, weren't sustainable for our growth. Yeah. Do you want to please your customers? You want them to be happy. You want to deliver faster. I understand like you guys had some issues with connecting and syncing and with Shopify as well between those systems. Could you tell me a little bit more about that? Yeah. So there was, there was some things between, uh, between SKU Vault, ShipStation and Shopify all trying to work together. Uh, the POSCO has helped us immensely putting our picking and shipping under one umbrella. But before then we would have missing shipments, uh, combined shipments, missing packing slips, things like that, that were putting time and effort into places where we didn't need to. Uh, and I think it comes from a lot of the quality control aspect where we've now disregarded that whole role. But our quality control task was to take uh, all of the products out of bins that the pickers had picked and recheck them to make sure correct product was in the bins. There was no over products or um, product that, that wasn't there. And the more people you get to touch your, touch your product before it going out the door, the more mistakes that are bound to happen. Um, so 
seeing that and and I think that was the issue between SKU Vault ShipStation and uh, and Shopify together was that shipments were going missing uh, or quality control was combining shipments or losing the the little zebra slips where the packing slips would be held. So there was a lot of moving parts with the quality control that we were um, trying to improve our accuracy. But at the end of the day, our accuracy was kind of failing due to too many hands in the cookie jar. Yeah, yeah, too many hands. It's higher risk of human error for sure. In looking at a new system, looking for a new system after that moment of, oh my gosh, we cannot go through another Christmas like this. Um, what were some of the factors that were important to you guys as a growing business that you were looking for? Yeah, I think ultimately we were just looking for simpler processes that were going to make us more efficient. So the first thing that I think we needed drastically was rate shopping that was automated. Uh, all of our shippers were going through ShipStation manually and checking the rates of priority mail, first class, uh, UPS ground, SurePost, what have you, and checking to see which was the cheapest option for us. So for every package. For every single package. Oh my God. Yeah, so <laughs> you can see, like the volume of uh, getting us to an automated process would, would help that ultimately become a more efficient process there. And then I think the second thing was that we were looking for a, a pick to bin uh, kind of process for our pickers to eliminate that quality control aspect of creating a better flow in our warehouse. And SKU Vault just didn't offer that, those kind of features and functionalities that we were that we were really looking for. Like we had ideas of things we wanted and needed to implement, but the systems that we had were not capable of, of those ideas that we had in mind. And I think there's, you know, that that's where it really hits the limit of you're looking up every order because as a small business, you want to save money in shipping the best way you can to the customer, but still providing the best experience. But then you're also hitting that time effort if you have to do it manually. So it sounds like you guys just kind of hit that wall and it was just new year, new time for a system. Um, yeah, it was for sure. We, we definitely hit, a, hit like a ceiling that we could not break through for a while. So going about that process, where did you guys start in looking for this functionality? How did your buyer's journey begin? Yeah, so the process for us is probably a lot different than many other companies uh, and how they go, they, they went about it. Uh, but for us, we actually had a UPS warehouse engineer come into our facility to reevaluate our, our processes, uh, what, what looked good, what, what needs some improvement. And he made some several suggestions, one of which was moving away from Ski Vault and ShipStation kind of to put it under one umbrella for us. Uh, so his recommendation was DePosco. Uh, so it was super simple uh, buying process. We didn't totally look at a, a lot of competitors. We were almost set on that recommendation uh, where that was in June and conversation with DePosco started to take place in July, which was fairly quickly. So that's kind of where we heard about the POSCO and uh, kind of how conversation started. And I guess why were you like able to depend on that UPS recommendation? Like how, how has your relationship with UPS been as a small business? Sure. So UPS has helped us immensely um, in 
just different processes. They've set us up with different vendors uh, trying to improve our processes. So one of which that I can just share is we used to use packing peanuts, uh, which was an absolute uh, mess at the end of the day. Uh, our customers loved it, but our shippers did not. So uh, allowing us to move away from that and use uh, sealed air pillows um, has helped us uh, efficiency wise at ship stations. Uh, and that's just kind of one example of how UPS has helped us in our processes of, of trying to improve things. Awesome. And so then going through that recommendation from UPS to the, to the DePosco recommendation, um, how was that buying process with UPS? Yeah, so I would say it it went fairly fairly well. We've had uh, great relationships with our, our UPS representatives who have walked us through thoroughly, um, making sure that we are being taken care of. And that's a huge piece of uh, making this happen was uh, not only is uh, DePosco uh, going to be helping us, but UPS stepped in and made sure we were getting what we actually wanted. Uh, was the functionality going to be uh, exceptional for us? Uh, did we have room for growth? Uh, because our, our UPS representatives has seen package-wise what we've been at and, and where we are going. Um, and just seeing them forecast, forecast that they knew kind of what we needed. And DePosco was that solution for us. Yeah, no, that totally makes sense. Um, and UPS is such a trust, a trusted partner for a lot of small businesses. I think that's really the first almost partner for many businesses that are growing because you have to ship out your product. Um, right. So going through the buying process, what advice would you give to someone who's going through that process now? I would say... If you, if you think your processes are stagnant and you cannot keep up with your growth, make the switch immediately. And I think that was one of our hindrances was that we were trying to function on systems that were barely holding on for us. And so we've kind of switched our mindset now from being reactive to proactive. So uh, I think that's really helped us in not trying to fix the problems we already have, but looking ahead at problems we might see in the future. And some of the upgrades that DePosco is gonna give us is gonna set us up. Maybe we don't need them right now, um, but setting them up now for us is gonna help us in the future when we actually do need them so that we're not scrambling uh, in, in the moment for a solution. And all, and all that data you get to keep as right. you move forward. That's, that's exactly right. And I'm, I will say that a transition is a transition. It's going to be difficult. It's going to be hard. Um, but ev however, like after the fact of your like two months into a DePosco implementation, you can totally see and look back and say, wow, this was well worth it. We we're so glad we made that, that transition, even though you're going to have bugs, you're going to have errors. Uh, you just got to roll with the punches. Uh, Cause once you get, once you get through them, you will be very happy with, with your, with your choice. And how did implementation go for the Daily Grace? We did do full implementation from uh, starting conversation with the Posco to uh, go live in two months, which is wow. very quick for uh, they were trying to slow us down. But we had things ahead. Uh, Advent season was coming up for our for our business, which is which is where peak starts. So just trying to get in about a month early 
so that we can work out all the bugs and fixes before that season started. So, yeah. Wow. And that's very fast for an implementation, um, just looking at the market. So, but two months, I think that's even, that's up there as a record for us, for sure. <laughs> yeah, I know they were telling us to slow down, but uh, yeah, I think that's, that's probably the biggest thing is, is mapping out what specifically your needs are in order to uh, let the implementation run smoothly. And what results have you seen since implementing DePosco? Sure, there are uh, numerous that we can talk about. I will say that shipping efficiency and accuracy has increased drastically for us. Um, we The more fluent systems, uh, keeping it under one umbrella, under a, a pick and ship kind of uh, functionality, has allowed our fulfillment times to be under 0.7 days this year. So we are fulfilling uh, less than a day, uh, which also allows us to uh, put business rules in place specifically for shipping couriers, uh, which we didn't have before. That goes into kind of rate shopping as well, uh, functionality where it's it's helped us. If it's under a pound, it's going this. If it's one to two pounds, it's going this. Over two pounds, that, right? So putting those business rules in place has helped us immensely for faster delivery times. And uh, we are sitting under five days where before we were at seven or eight days. So uh, looking at couriers and, and knowing that we can utilize those as an option, um, but keeping them at, you know, uh, cheaper is, is the best and transit time is, is crucial for our customers. They're, they're super satisfied with, with what, what's coming to their door. Yeah, no, I think that's the, the key to any small business owner is how can I make my customers happier? How can I keep them happy and keep them coming back? Um, exactly. And, you know, it, the supply chains really, I think, especially um, in this past year, been very much at the forefront of that customer experience. And, you know, Amazon's made it where you want it now. You want it in two days. Two days is expected of a lot of small businesses. And that's not something that every business can do. Right. Uh, but it is becoming the new standard that everyone has to meet. Yeah, it, it's it's very difficult to meet. Um, but and kind of like a, another result that we've seen of a, the Posco implementation has been our uh, fulfillment volume. Uh, so we were sitting at, like I said before, eight to 800 to 1,000 packages a day. Uh, and now we are comfortable shipping 2,000 to 2,500 a day uh, during our peak season uh, with a, a couple of days of overtime uh, and things like that we were able to hit actually for the first time ever 3000 packages shipped in a day, which wow. is a huge milestone for us. Um, and that's, if you look back at our numbers in uh, 2021 to 2022, you can see how we almost tripled our shipment volume due to the POSCO processes and making things more efficient and, and more accurate as well. And that's with basically the same staff, maybe one or two more people, but it's not like you guys doubled in staff. You just that's doubled correct. order fulfillment. Yeah. yeah. So what's next for the Daily Grace? Sure. So I would say at the Daily Grace Co., we are uh, very quick to move. Uh, so we like things done done quickly. The best time to do something was yesterday. Um, so we're always looking for improvements. Um, two of our core values are innovative and adaptability. So we're always looking for how to improve our systems and make our systems uh, better than they were the day before. 
and, and with that comes adaptability. Uh, people have to look at the new system and say, hey, this is how we're going to fit into that system. So we're always looking for improvements, one of which uh, hopefully soon, which DePasco is, is helping us along here, is uh, placing some of our product in a 3PL in uh, other countries. So right now we're looking specifically at the United Kingdom and Canada to kind of get our international orders in, in those two regions out to our customers quicker and a little bit cheaper as well. So that's kind of uh, an idea for or what's coming next at, at the Daily Grace. We are also opening a second location in Houston, which is to be our headquarters. Um, and that uh, facility will hopefully be up and running in two, in two to three years. Uh, Jeremy, the, the founder, is, is moving in, in this January. So uh, we are super excited about what, what that holds down there and uh, kind of having our, our own space, our own uh, warehouse that's going to be massive to kind of implement these new uh, DePosco features that, that we are, are kind of implementing here. Yeah. And what are some of those features, I guess, that you're looking at as expanding? Sure. So uh, right now, we are actually in the middle of an upgrade to uh, Bright Suite. Uh, so we have lots of features that we are are wanting, and uh, our our reps are working hard on on getting those features implemented. One of which is an Amazon integration, where Amazon POs are pulled in automatically. We kind of have a workaround system with the POSCO right now, where we can fulfill those orders, uh, but making that automated will almost pull three to four people out of uh, that job specifically. So uh, as far as like shippers go, but then it goes back to operations, pulling in POs, accepting POs, confirming them, making sure quantities are correct. Um, and then another feature in Amazon that we hope to accomplish is tracking that inventory. You uh, kind of using an, another virtual facility. Uh, we are also going to start utilizing cartonization, uh, which is going to allow uh, shippers to grab a box that the computer tells them to, rather than saying, oh, it might fit in this, it might fit in that. Uh, but it's going to make that process even more, more efficient uh, and simpler. Uh, so we're excited about, about those things. We've just implemented a first in, first out feature for our products as well uh, to kind of get the older products or, or products with publishing errors out first. Um, so those are just a few things that are, that are in the works right now, um, but we have tons on our, our change request form for uh, DePosco to start working on. So it's super exciting stuff that 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 is going to be great for our growth. Yeah, yeah, it sounds like you guys have a lot of a lot of plans and a lot of things going. <laughs> Absolutely, always here at the Daily Grace. Thanks so much, Logan, for joining me today. I've really enjoyed our conversation and learning about the Daily Grace, and I think this is definitely a story a lot of small businesses can relate to. And I'm really excited for what's in the future for you guys. Absolutely. It's, uh, it's always a privilege to kind of share our story, see where, we, where we've been, where we're going, and, and be able to share that with other people. So thank you for the opportunity. Uh, and uh, we hope that DePosco uh, will continue to be a great partner for us. Are you currently in the buying process? Be sure to check out the new WMS Selection Hub on deposco.com, where you can find free tools like a buyer's checklist, RFP, and savings calculator to help your business make the best decision for your operations. Until next time, I'm Karina Wingle, and thanks for listening to Bright Perspective.